Rising redshirt junior quarterback Joe Burrow announced on Monday that he intends to transfer from Ohio State to another school this fall, where, as a graduate transfer, he would be eligible to play immediately. Some are calling Burrow the most coveted player on this offseason's college football quarterback transfer market. What does this mean for Ohio State and whichever lucky school ends up with him? It's May 9th. My name is Connor Tapp, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz, an audio espresso shot of college football news to help you start the day. Entering the spring, there was a common understanding that Joe Burrow would transfer from Ohio State in the event that he lost the quarterback battle to Dwayne Haskins. Though Urban Meyer hasn't made any public declarations on the matter, Burrow's announcement is a pretty clear indication of where he believes he stood in the Buckeyes' QB pecking order. Dave Biddle of Bucknuts.com is here to tell us what this means for Ohio State. Well, Dave, with Burrow transferring, the path now seems clear for Haskins to take over as quarterback. What are the Buckeyes going to look like with him under center? Yeah, Connor, I think they're going to look differently than what they have, you know, at any point during the Urban Meyer era, except during the 2014 postseason, you know, by um, just by what they had to do. They had to kind of scrap the zone read. Um, you know, Urban Meyer, that's been his bread and butter. Uh, when JT Barrett got hurt uh, during the 2014 or before the 2014 postseason, Cardale Jones took over. Uh, instead of deciding after the snap, you know, let the quarterback decide if they want to hand off um, or keep the ball themselves, it was it pretty much was Cardale Jones is going to hand the ball off to Ezekiel Elliott, or he was going to throw it. Every once in a while, they'd mix in some QB runs just to keep the defense honest in that quote unquote zone read, which really didn't become a zone read. I think we're going to see more of that now. Haskins can run the ball better than Cardale did. He's not like might not be able to run over nose tackles like Cardale did, but he's a little more shifty. Uh, but that's not his forte. His forte is certainly throwing the ball. And um, and even in recruiting, we're seeing the Buckeyes go after more like pass-first guys instead of the, the dual threat. So I think it was Ryan Day there as offensive coordinator slash quarterback coach at Ohio State. Looks like we're seeing a sea change in, in what they're going after. So I, th- I think we're going to see clearly more of a passing threat. We're going to see less zone read. And, uh, you know, I think Dwayne Haskins immediately, I, I don't know how good of a season overall he's going to have, but I do think he's going to be the best passing threat that the Buckeyes have had at quarterback since probably Troy Smith in uh, 2006. With the numbers at the position as small as they are, I know you can pretty quickly go from having a surplus at quarterback to a shortage. Are there any concerns about Ohio State's quarterback in twenty quarterback depth in 2018 or a little further down the road into 19 or 20? I do think there's questions about depth this coming season in 2018. I think they'll get that cleaned up in future seasons because now with Joe Burrow transferring, um, they feel really good about their top two guys with Haskins as a starter. You know, and to be clear to the listeners, Urban Meyer's not come out and said Haskins is a starter, but I mean, Haskins is the starter. I'll come out and say it. Um, but Tate Martell's there as the backup, so that's fine. If those two guys stay healthy, or you know, if one of the two stays healthy throughout the season, they'll be fine because Tate Martell. Uh, while he didn't look good in the spring game, uh, I mean, they, they were playing, they weren't even playing two-hand touch out there. They were playing one-finger touch. You got one, like, fingertip on the quarterback, he was down. And, and that, you take Tate Martell's creativity away from him, he's not at his best. So, uh, if the top two guys stay healthy, they're going to be fine. The problem is, after that, they're, they could be in dire straits. Now, um, they like the number three quarterback, a true freshman um, kid in their uh, 2018 recruiting class who enrolled early, Matthew Baldwin, uh, out of Lake Travis, Texas and um, 
they really like him, but he's coming off a torn ACL and suffered in the state championship game in Texas. And that was in December. He had surgery in January. So Matthew Baldwin, as we all know, being sports fans, you know, ACL usually eight, nine months. So he'll probably be medically cleared at least early in the season. Maybe not, you know, they're saying maybe he'll be ready for preseason camp. That's probably a little optimistic, but he'll be probably okay. He'd be clear at some point during the season. But again, he'd be a true freshman coming off serious knee surgery he would have missed a lot of practice time so all of a sudden he would be the starting quarterback if their top two guys went down and he's the only other scholarship quarterback on the team so i've heard rumblings they could even go after a graduate transfer which is pretty ironic after losing joe burrow but just as an assurance policy knowing somebody who would come here knowing they wouldn't be the starter unless disaster happened and they do have just to put like a bow on this they do have two preferred walk-on quarterbacks um that are on the roster as well but obviously Ohio State, if they get down to their walk-on quarterbacks you can you can forget about it so yeah i think um depth is a concern yes finally dave what type of quarterback will joe burrow's new school be getting an excellent one uh, i've said ohio state could have won big with joe burrow and or, and they can win big with Dwayne haskins but they had to pick one of them and i feel like um i hate using this term you know but if there was a there's like the hottest commodity on the free agent market if we could use that for a college player it'd be joe burrow this is a guy that right away you're going to get a quality starting quarterback who get two years of eligibility he's eligible uh, right away um he's a guy that places the football so well when he throws it doesn't have a cannon for an arm but he doesn't have like a weak arm he places the football so well he's a much better runner than probably a lot of people think um he's a tough guy he was ohio's mr football he you know played his best in the playoffs against the best team. So what they're going to get is a kid that's going to be their starting quarterback for two years, and he's going to be a really good starting quarterback for two years. Dave Biddle is an editor of Bucknuts.com. You can find him on Twitter at Dave Biddle. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Connor. Appreciate it. The rumor mill about Joe Burrow's eventual transfer destination is already beginning to churn. After the news broke on Monday, 24-7 Sports National College football writer Chris Hummer speculated about six possible landing spots for Burrow based on his skills and the needs of a handful of college football programs around the country. Chris, what are some of the options for Joe Burrow that you are most intrigued by? I guess the distinction is uh, what I'm intrigued by versus what's probably going to happen. I think Florida is the most intriguing option there. Obviously, Dan Mullins, the head coach at Florida, who used to be Urban Meyer's offensive coordinator at uh, Florida and Utah. They run very similar uh, power spread systems. And Florida, uh, even after the spring, is still in really desperate need of a quarterback. I don't know if anybody there is convinced Felipe Franks is the answer and Kyle Trask. Also, have some question marks that come along with them. So, Joe Burrow going there is uh, extremely intriguing. But based on some reporting, at least, I'm hearing that's unlikely. Dan Mullins also shot down rumors uh, about potential graduate transfers within the last week. So, I don't know how likely that would be. But I think Joe Burrow is the type of talent who can totally change the complexion of that Florida quarterback room. And uh, that's a team that's talented enough to be in the top 25 and with really good quarterback play. They could potentially challenge in the SEC East again. I don't know if they're going to like topple Georgia or anything, but uh, that's an intriguing team. Um, so that would be the one I'd point to. And secondarily, I think LSU is super interesting just because of what LSU is and kind of the pressure Ed Orgeron is under right now. Uh, they've needed a quarterback for a long time, and Joe Burrow is potentially that guy if they choose to go after him. And uh, obviously it's it remains to be seen how he'd fit in Steve Ensminger's system, 
kind of with everything that Ed Orgeron wants to do, which sometimes seems to vary, that he's always kind of had more of a uh, pro-style power type opinion on things. But uh, the rhetoric this offseason out of Baton Rouge has been they want to open up the offense a little bit, use the receivers more. And if that's the case, the talent like Burrow could really kind of step in and help out with that. Joe Burrow is a Buckeye State product, went to the flagship school of that state. Any chance he just looks around and says, hey, maybe I don't want to go so far from home and maybe dominate at the Power 5 level a little bit, or the Group of 5 level a little bit? Yeah, I think it's a pretty decent possibility. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Joe's dad is the uh, defensive coordinator at the University of Ohio. Um, so that's a pretty strong connection right there. They do have a pretty established quarterback Nathan Rourke from last year but uh at a school like that you can't really ever pass up a guy like Joe if he wants to go there that instantly raises the talent level program and then I think Cincinnati is really interesting um that's one of the more premier group of five destinations Luke Fickle is entering his second year there and obviously Luke Fickle was the defensive coordinator at Ohio State prior to uh jumping to Cincinnati to be the head coach and they could really use a quarterback. That program has historically uh, been one that's challenged for uh, conference titles and everything. So that would be an intriguing possibility for Joe as well. If you'd like to read more of Chris's exploration of this topic, head on over to 247sports.com. His story is on the front page right now. You can find Chris on Twitter at Chris underscore Hummer. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me on. Starting a daily football news podcast in April is insane, they said. There will be nothing to talk about, they cautioned. But I cast aside their admonitions, and lo, the Ohio State quarterback battle in its infinite wisdom provided a bounty. The saga of Joe Burrow and Dwayne Haskins gave us fodder for three entire episodes in our first month of production. So, Morning Blitzers, raise your coffee mugs aloft and make a silent toast to Joe Burrow for giving us stuff to talk about on May 10th. There's a new episode of The Morning Blitz every weekday, so we'll be back in your podcast feed tomorrow morning talking to the reporters covering the biggest college football stories of the day in a tidy 10 to 15 minute package. If you enjoy what we're doing here at The Morning Blitz, leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and tell a friend to check us out. We have a Twitter now, so go ahead and give us a follow at MorningBlitz247, where we will be tweeting links to recent episodes and the biggest college football stories of the day that don't make it onto the show.